Welcome to the Horgasm Podcast, the show where the silly killer isn't coming for you, you're coming for them. I'm Nick, this is my co-host Ali. Kiki, keep my mom, motherfuckers. Thank you for joining us wherever you are on this Friday the 13th special surprise episode. Ooh, bonus content. Beep, 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 beep. We had to. Like, we had to. How can you skip like a Friday the 13th and not have a horror movie like anything? You can't. You right? cannot. And there's like, oh, how many are there? 10, Not 11, enough. <laughs> 12, including very, very Jason. Yeah. So yeah, so we got like a good 12 uh, Friday the 13th no, yeah. content. And it was, do it again, I don't know. Yes. But and I think we looked into like 2020. Obviously, which we're in now. And there's only a few this year. There's three, yes. I think. So we have a few years worth of Friday the 13th oh, yeah. to watch. We've been doing this for a while. Yeah, and we really like them. It's, I think, the first movies you made me watch when yes. we moved in here. When we got into our little horror tangents, mm-hmm. we had to start with Friday the 13th. Yes. Because they're so good. And I don't regret it at all. They're some of my favorite movies now. Like, when people talk to me about horror movies and I know it's so stereotypical to talk about them I fucking love these movies like so much like even while we're watching it it's just so easy to put on and enjoy well I think of all the horror icon villains Jason's got the top kills yes he's got the most even when you talk to people who don't know horror movies they know Jason they know Jason they know Michael Myers and they know um, Freddy Krueger Freddy Krueger even if they don't know the name. Mm-hmm. He's the guy with the hockey mask. Yes. And that's iconic. Yes. That's all the third movie, but still iconic. Exactly. Um, yeah. And uh, it's just, it's such a unstoppable killing machine. Yes. Awesome. I just, I just love it. I do. I think he's my favorite. Right. I love, I love uh, Pinhead. Pinhead's very iconic as well. So is Freddy. But mm-hmm. I think Jason is my favorite just because he doesn't stop. Right. He kills. He yeah. Kill, 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 mom, mom, mom. I so. love it. Well, for Talking Chop, why don't we talk about iconic movie people? Sure. Horror movie people. Yes. Like, obviously, because we watched Friday the 13th, we saw Jason, which we'll really get into. Even though, like, he's the, the villain, I guess, of the series. Even though not necessarily this movie, but he's the most iconic one yep. of the series. And Michael Myers, we've done a couple Halloweens already on the podcast. We the, did the Rob Zombie ones. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so people know that one as well because of the creepy mask. The it's like... like um, the, the old William Shatner yeah, the, mask. Yeah. So that's good. And then Freddy, like you talked about. He's got the glove. Yeah, the glove, the hat, the sweater. I was I think- actually watching um, the new season of RuPaul's Drag Race. There's been two episodes... One of the... They do runway looks for the first episode. One of them actually dressed up as Freddy Krueger as oh, their cool. look. Cool. Yes. And she won that episode, so... Oh, wow. Yes. And it was like a striped sweater that was down to her knees and then put together by um, safety pins. Isn't that crazy? And then wore the hat and everything. Yeah. Nice. I was like... Oh. So it's like, I when think... horror movies make their way into mainstream, that's how you know. I always well, think. Well, speaking of mainstream then, comparing the old ones to the ones now... They're missing that one thing. They're missing the iconic part yes. of them. Yes, yeah. Like, uh, I, I guess even Ghostface, because he got the, the mask. Right. 
Um, That's another so. one, like from Scream. Everybody yeah. knows that one. And it's from that. And then it's from when they spoofed it, I think, in uh, Scary, Movie. Scary Movie with the what's that? Because yeah. everybody it's, knows that. So I'm trying to think of the more, now, like more modern horror movies. Sure. They, they're missing that iconic part of them. Yeah. Um, you know, it's all about uh, paranormal activity. Sure. There's nothing iconic of the demon. What's his to- name again? Toby. Toby. I was going to say there's Keith. Nothing. <laughs> there's, there's nothing besides a little shadowy thing, but that's, yeah. that's nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. There it, just is, isn't. Uh, sinister. Real sister. Um, Art the Clown. Yes. He's a clown with makeup. That's yes. it. There's nothing really... And it's been iconic. done. Yes. Hashtag Pennywise. Yeah. You know? Like, you just don't get those... Yeah, I agree with you. That's something that is really missing in modern day horror movies. Is just that like staple character. Yeah. And I think part of it is we've talked about it before on here, where there's just not as many original ideas. They're re- remaking a lot, so you're just not getting that. I don't know, original idea anymore. Yeah, like as we're watching uh, the first Friday Thirteenth here, yes. we were kind of you know, we. Just recorded Leprechaun yesterday, <laughs> and we're just you know picking out the big big differences. Yes, um, of just how it was made. Yes. Uh, with this, the music is gorgeous. Oh, and the music is so, so well. suspenseful. Um, and the acting, like it's mm-hmm. legitimate. You know, it's really good. You know, good acting. Yes. Uh, whereas opposed to Leprechaun, it was more slapstick. It was right. more goofy. Um, the music wasn't quite working. Right. Um, and it didn't help the scenes. Like, there's no, no. tension. With I this, just think music is so underrated. Yeah. And it just so badly needs to be good. It does. Mm-hmm. It, it really... You, I remember seeing before, uh, they, they took a horror movie scene, put the class, you know, the original music, atmosphere. Yes. Really good. Yeah. Did the same scene, threw in some cartoony, kind of goofy, slapstick music. Yes. Changed the mood entirely. Right. And, yes. and just the the violin, the the, the the music, the how the it escalates, it builds up, builds up, builds up, and then it holds. Mm-hmm. It holds that tension. Yes. Extremely long, almost too long, but it works so well because you don't know what's gonna happen. And just because we're such like I don't know, I find humans are very musical. We like stimulation, that kind yep. of stuff. It's it's. It can do things to you. Like, I always think the reason I loved Apostle so much is because of the music. The movie itself was like, okay, but I bring it up. I've talked about it with my family, my friends, that one scene where he's seeing his sister be pulled through the streets and it's just that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's almost like a heartbeat and my heart started bracing and I was like, ah. (laughs) Because I just like it's they're so it's so suspenseful and you can feel it you can feel that like that panic almost and you know going back to when we did Alien yes um when when the uh, the ships you know, the substructs going off yes that klaxon is just blaring over mm-hmm. and over and over and it almost uh, doesn't drown out the movie but it adds a major part to the yes. uh, the suspense and the tension. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it, it, it kind of just sticks with you and you kind of, when you hear it, like, oh, something's wrong. Something, yes. something bad is going to happen. Right. But when? Ugh. It's so good, yeah. 
Um, Alien, I guess, is another one. Like the aliens, a Predator too. Yeah. Those are very iconic. But I didn't even know Predator was a horror movie. I don't know if I really call it a horror. Okay. Uh, this was on again Facebook on some of the polls and all that and the pages I follow. Uh, someone else said, "What's the between the two Alien and Predator? What is the best? What's the best of the two? And I put down it's a tie. Sure. They're both very iconic. They're both great, but they're also very very different movies. Alien yeah. is the uh, horror. Sci-fi, you know, trying to scare you at every corner. Right. Predator is more the action adventure sci-fi where you're just waiting for the next kill. Um, yeah, I was gonna say they're very apples and oranges. To very me. completely. Um, there's not much horror with Predator. It's more gore and suspense. I love that movie. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> because. Everybody on here knows I love a good Arnold movie. I talked about it actually at work the other day, and I was talking about Predator because I was waiting for a client to come in. I was like, "What are you waiting for? I'm here. Give <laughs> me, give me now. Come on, do it." And I just couldn't help it because it's just like it's such a quotable movie. And like, oh, yeah. I had a friend named Dylan, and <laughs> every time my partner saw Dylan, they would be like, "Dylan, you, you son, son of, of a, a bitch." bitch. <laughs> And then just hold, like, the clench with the muscles. It was so funny. It was good. Like, and, it's and, just so good. <laughs> and for, like, I went and saw that in theaters a couple years ago with Tim. Yeah, of course. Tim. Of course. And uh, there's a few scenes where people would laugh. Like, the, the get to the chopper scene. People laugh. <laughs> get to the chopper! It wasn't intentionally funny, but because of it's Arnold. Yes. Because he, it's his, you know, his accent. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was a very comedic scene. People laugh. <laughs> it's good. It's, yeah. I don't know. But I yeah, like, yeah, going back to the iconic feel and yes. looks. Yeah. Uh, like, the, the alien has the uh, the long head, the tail, yes. the inner jaws. Yeah. Um, Everybody knows what alien looks like. Exactly. Everybody knows what predator looks predator. like. He's got the mandibles. He's got the, the mask. Mm -hmm. uh, the shoulder cannon. All these things work. But then, in the same breath, which I just talked about remakes... Different people, if you ask them what Pennywise looks like, different people would say different things because there's now two generations of people who have different Pennywise. Yeah. Right? He's still a clown, but they would have, they would see, I the think nowadays of, they'd see the new one. Yes. Instead of Tim Curry, it would be Bill Skarsgård. Yes. Yeah. Which yeah. I think they're similar, but different as well. Oh, very. Yeah. It's cool. It's just interesting how it's evolving. And, but we don't have exactly, like you said, as many new ones, I guess, no, coming to life. No, really don't. No. They, people kind of got lazy with the writing and they want to copy this and make a few changes. Yes. Yes. Um, and, and with, you know, Friday the 13th was very simple with mm -hmm. bag on head. I was going to say. hockey yeah. mask. That was it. That's it. The, even the, the remake they did, which I think is very underrated. It's mm -hmm. very good. Um, it kind of skips all the first one very briefly, mm -hmm. and then goes right to two and three with how he has the bag on the face, and then he finds the mask. Right. And when you think of Jason, you think of the slow kind of walking, plotting. Yes. In the remake, they made him fast. Yes. They made him kind of smart. Mm -hmm. And and that changes things, but not it, for a bad. Totally. It, it kind of makes more of he's more of a threat. Right. Because so I think dumb and smart killers as well are totally different. Yeah. Right? Like, instead of him just being this clumbering, kind of like, blah, 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 you know, running after people. And 
it's implied in the game as well, which we're going to talk about in a sec, oh, yes. that it's, um, he can like teleport almost. That's only in the game. Is it? Uh, yes. That's just, okay. just, just for the game, gameplay mechanics. Okay. Okay. Uh, because he's so slow. Right. Um, so it wouldn't be fun. <laughs> no. But it just, it was like almost, in the movie wise, it's almost, not a trope, but just. Sure. Um, no matter how fast you run, Jason will find you. Right. He'll catch up to you and you will die. Right. Uh, Michael Myers is the same way. Yes. He never exactly. ran. Exactly. He always walks. He stalks. Yes. <laughs> That's a perfect word. He yes. stalks. Yeah. Jason, not so much stalks, but he just follows. He And he's he, just there all he of chases. a sudden. He chases. He, um, yeah. That's Freddy, part Freddy of... Freddy Krueger kind mm -hmm. of ran. He ran a bit. Yes. Not so much. But his is also... He doesn't have to chase you, though. He just has to wait for you to fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> but in dreams, though, he he's not fast. Like he, I know he does more some quick movements. Right. But he also is a lot more exaggerated with his kills, with his movements. Right. Uh, like in the very first one, he's got the he's walking down the alley, just walking. Yeah. But he's got the long kind of strictly arms, and they're screaming against the and it's creepy. So. I think um, Nightmare on Elm Street were the only ones that I watched with you. I wasn't really scared. No. Also, like, not scared in quotations, because none of them really scared me at this point. I'm so desensitized from watching so many. Yeah. But it's the only one where I was like, oh, this is fun. This is funny. Yeah. It, it will also be And I think that's... the backstory of Freddy's kind of creepy. Like, where he was, they kind of imply he's a pedophile and was burned no. and everything. Only in the remake. I was going to say, maybe the remake. remake. They threw the pedophile yes. thing out there. In the original, he was... I just never, a weirdo I never, I never or something. The whole he he was a pedophile. More yeah. he just I like to kill people. I like to kill kids especially. Sure. Yes. That's what I kill. I kill kids. Right. And then I burn the bodies. Like and that was creepy. But other than that, I was like, this is just a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> and it got more more goofy, yes. slapstick, and exaggerated. Yes. That was the character. I was gonna say we talked about this last night, kind of in between recording. Yeah. When we were talking about Leprechaun, and it was just like. Like, and I was trying to explain to you, like, I don't know what makes it so different, but um, Nightmare on Elm Street is fun to watch, and I just didn't enjoy Leprechaun. I don't know. I, I think... Maybe it's I, me. Maybe it's a no. specific... No? I think the whole Friday 13th could happen. Sure. It's it's based on something kind of real. Real. Like, yeah. Even though he becomes a zombie. But and I think that's so much scarier. And, and it has a more realism feel to it. Same with... Never on Elm Street. Um, it, it, it worked so well because the visuals. Right. They didn't take itself too seriously. Yes. But also... Like, not from the beginning. No. But also it had... Like, this could happen. You like, know, we've it, all it, had sleep paralysis or night terrors. And and we were always, you know, we're told if you die in your dreams, you die in real life. Yes. So... Oof. Hashtag sword art online. Am I right? Yes. yes. <laughs> but... <laughs> but it, it just Leprechaun had a very goofy you know this is obviously pretend feel right. to it um, yeah it, like it, almost it, like it was trying too hard yes I don't know they, they really pushed the comedic value to a yeah. little too much uh, even with Hellraiser yes like they there's no comedic or funny there was a pure straight horror yes and it just followed that. Like, it, yes. visually, it was very, very violent. Yes. And, and 
Those are good movies. And I think that's what catches you. Like, it gets, you get caught up in, oh my god, that was really violent. That was really brutal. Wow. As yeah. opposed to Leprechaun, where he's on a pogo stick. He's on a tricycle. Right. He, he's cracking jokes as he snaps the guy's neck. He calls him friend. It doesn't have the feel. It doesn't have the intense emotion you get from the, right. from Jason, from Freddy, from Pinhead, from um, Ghostface, from Scream. Right. Um, and I usually like that sort of more campy. Like, I would call it campy horror. Because that's sort of what Friday the 13th and um, Nightmare on Elm Street kind of fall under. I just didn't like it. <laughs> Uh, I don't I know what, even, I don't know. But don't even like when campy. I think, yeah, that's what I, they're categorized as. Well. Though, is campy slashers. I, I'd say Lipcon's overly campy. Yes. Like, super campy. And that's what, it, it feels like, I think that's part of it, is I just felt like it was trying too hard. Yeah. Yep. yep. Right? That's fair. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, and there's also the, um, like you get into the, the video game part of, uh, uh, they just released couple years ago i think when you first moved when i first moved in you did yeah it was uh, because tori and kyle would come over and, and watch, watch it <laughs> and we would come and we would sit and watch you play it and as we're watching this awesome Perio, they did a very 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 good copy of yes. crystal lake in yeah. that game uh they have the music down the, the everything from the the docks to the uh where the shed where they have the boats to the campgrounds to the, the buildings was pretty much dead on yeah and had the uh, the feel of um, just uh, the movie. like you felt like you were there almost. Yes, it, it was it was very very much like I'm in the movie. Yeah, but you fun. get that when you're playing as like um, I don't know what you'd call them the victims the whatever the counselors you're like scared almost like when you yes. like you can kind of hide sense. a bit and lock the whatever barricade the doors and stuff but you kind of feel like scared yep. like even watching it i was like Ugh. yeah when he starts chasing you and you're trying to get away because you kind of can't he can only see you yes uh, it, it gets a little little tense it does and i've played other games like that uh, i was gonna say alien isolation because the, oh, that is terrifying yeah just the feel when it starts chasing you're trying to hide um there are other ones where you actually Oh, I think it was Alien vs. Predator 2 when I'm being chased. You just get that, mm -hmm. that feeling, that the, the tension, the, just everything kind of gets really, really nervous. Yes! And, yeah. I felt that way when I played Resident Evil 4 back in like 2007, Ooh. 2008, when Silent, I played Silent, it last. Silent Hill 2. Oh, Silent good. Hill is amazing. Oh, yeah. For, um, don't they have a movie? Two we should add the movie. Two movies. Are they good? I think them? so. I think they're they're pretty good. We should yeah. add them to our list. We will. Because that's another one where, like, people, they, um, even if they don't know Silent Hill, they they know what it is, almost. Like, you people have heard of it. Don't you I think? I don't think it's as well-known as Resident Evil. Um, no, I agree. Or, or, or like, even movie-wise. But um, Resident Evil's also had, like, five or six movies yeah, and video games. Yeah, went and... way off rails with those movies the first one was the best and resident evil 2 just came out this last summer and three the is remake. Out next month yes which is gonna be great um but i also, watch youtubers <laughs> who play it and they love it there's also um the old nes friday the 13th game yes which was hard as hell oh i remember playing that like i don't know what to do so i just i was like you had to think five or six counselors you can play as. Okay. And each time you die, that's one of the counselors who gets killed. 
And oh no! And they're all in different parts on, on Crystal Lake, and you have to go and uh, find different um, things, different weapons. Find you have to find like a lighter to light the fireplaces. Oh my god! Um, it it was quite the it was a different game. It was tough. Oh. So but it was it was. Fun. And when did that come out? Nah, 80s. Oof, nine, like old, old. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, my God. We had like a purple, purple colored Jason. And uh, uh, um, you go into like, uh, he'll show up anytime in the cabin. Wow. So and you play as a counselor? Yes. Okay. Counselor slash kids. You look like a kid, but you're one of the counselors. Sure. And uh, you got to go save the kids and... Like, there's a map you can kind of run around, like, in a circle. And if Jason's in, like, one of the kids are in trouble, the house flashes. Oh, my God. So you have God. to go there, find find Jason, and fight him, which is near impossible because he could basically kill you in, like, three or four hits. And you got Oh, my him. God. It's, it's, a, it's a very... It was a very uh, ambitious game. You go mm-hmm. from side-scrolling to first-person going through the, the cabins where you'll, you'll press forward. Yeah. You go ahead. And you press left, you go left, you go right. It's It's... It was something. Wow. So, yeah. That's good. Jeez. Yeah, well, I guess we should probably get into Friday the 13th, right? I, I think we should. I'm so ready to talk about it. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. All right. So, obviously, you can tell from us talking that this week we watched Friday the 13th. On this Friday the 13th. On Friday the 13th. (laughs) This uh, movie came out in 1980, and it was directed by Sean S. Cunningham. And it was written by Victor Miller. Nice. Uh, Good job, Victor. You did it good. Yeah. The heckin' uh, good. Heckin' good. Good Friday the 13th Yes. And uh, for the cast, we have uh, for Mrs. Voorhees, played by Betsy Palmer. Yes. Alice, played by Adrian King. Marcy, played by Janine Taylor. Mm-hmm. Annie, played by Robbie Morgan. Jack, played by uh, some guy named Kevin Bacon. He never knows anything. Never heard of him. No. Uh, Bill, played <laughs> by Harry Crosby. Brenda, played by Laurie Bartram. Ned, played by Mark Nelson. Steve Christie, played by Peter Brower, and Crazy Ralph, ah, played crazy by Ralph Gorney. Wonderful. Was in a few of them. They kept yes. around, I think, till number three or four. Yeah. And I think he like, passed you know away. They, uh, they just killed him off. Yeah. They killed him off. Jason killed him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Jason killed him off. Yes. Yeah. So, where did you first hear of Friday the 13th? Man, I don't even remember when I first kind of became aware of it, I think. I, like, I just, like you said, kind of when we were talking and talking chop, I just, it was always kind of there. I knew who Jason was. I knew what Friday the 13th was, but I never really watched horror movies. So I never uh, watched the movies, obviously. But then when we moved in and we started watching them, I was like, wow, these movies are amazing. Like, I love them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm super biased, I'm going to be honest, while we're reviewing this, because I love these movies. I just think they're such a great slasher, honestly. And they get the uh, the R rating is very deserved. Because yes. you get the violence. It is graphic. For a 1980s, I think oh, it yeah. still holds up. 
Oh, definitely. And you got the the, the sex and some nudity. Yes. Um, it, it's really, it, it's a horror movie. Yes. It, it, every box, it checks off. Absolutely. But when you have Tom Savini as like your gore and special yes. effects guy, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. And it'll it. hold up for years. Like it's been 40 years since, literally 40 years since this movie yeah. came out. We have the master at work. Yes. In his element. In his element. So, so yeah, it, it's just such a awesome, you know, just awesome, awesome movie. And Absolutely. I, I think when I first heard it, it was always, uh, it's like pop culture. Like I just knew all, it, it was something always known of. Everyone knows of Friday Thirteenth. Everyone knows of. Everybody does. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I just never got to watch because it was for adults. It was not absolutely. Kids. So, yeah, it was just. I don't remember. Yeah, because it I, came I, I out before knew. you were born. Yeah. So you mustn't have watched it until you were older. Yeah. Like, do you I, remember the first time you watched it? Go back I into think, your psyche. <laughs> I gotta think about this now. I think I was. Fourteen, like a 15. teenager. Yeah, yeah, I was a teenager when I watched it. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, no, I take that back. I watched it. When I was like eleven or twelve. Okay. If not younger, um, a friend of mine from high school. Yeah. Uh, he was watching them. I'm like, ooh, what's this? We're watching Friday Thirteenth. Like, oh, that's scary. Let's watch it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was with all the. I, I think I didn't watch the first one first. The first one I saw was number. Three. Oh, Three and four. okay. Um, those are good ones. Oh yes, oh, I like those a lot. Mm-hmm. So I, I most I really remember watching four. I think it was four first because it um, they had the uh, the they're watching the porno, like the old porno yes, uh, on the yes. meter, and um, some of the kills. I was like, holy crap, this is something. Yeah. And as young Nick, Nick, I wasn't so much scared, but I was just enthralled. And uh, the uh, this also like young as a young kid. Hey, there's a movie that's that's really cool. That's always really a plus. I was young, but obviously we haven't grown that much because every time there's something on the the screen and we're just like boobs. Yep, boobs. Said boobs. Our whole house knows when there's boobs on the screen, and I do it honestly even when you guys aren't home. I believe it. I can't help it. It's just like oh my god, boobs, boobs. <laughs> And, and, it, and it's very tasteful. Yeah. This, the first one, there's not much. There's a little right. bit during the Kevin Bacon sex scene. Right. But that's it. Yeah. Uh, a lot of non-bra-wearing spots and some bra. But, but it was also over. the 80s. 70s, yes. 80s, right? Yeah. It's not terribly explicit, so. No. Which is nice. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. Got, I don't mind the, some tasteful nudes. It's got, you know, it's got the, the one little sex scene. Right. Um, nothing, again, nothing too graphic, nothing too severe. Mm-hmm. Uh, tasteful. Yep. Um, it's, you know, it's easy kind of, if for if you're going to watch with young kids or you're a little more sensitive to that. Yeah, there's not can, much can, nudity in this one. kind of skip ahead. Exactly. Or, you know, yeah. So, no, I, yeah, I, I. Remember, yeah, when I first saw it, number four was the first one I saw. Awesome. And then I kind of got I got the itch and I watched them all. And again, going back to I've said this before when I was young, I go through the horror section of the VHS yes, store. Yes, yes, yes. I always come across Friday Thirteenth. 
I don't just take the box out. I flip it over. I look at the pictures on the back thinking, cool. Yeah. Cool. I'm not going to watch this right now, but cool. For the <laughs> next one. And yeah, I, I can visually, easily, visually remember seeing um, the, the artwork on the back. And it the VHS great. cover. Yeah. yeah awesome. It looked great. Cool. Yeah, I miss VHSs. I'm just going to say it. I miss them. I, I don't know. Be Kind Rewind, like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's just so lost, you know. And, and the, some of the covers for this. Like, yes. Uh, I think number two had, like the first one has like just the Camp Lake, Camp Crystal Lake. Yeah. With the kind of silhouette of the killer. Mm. Who we don't know who it is until later. Uh, number two had someone behind a sheet with a the knife blade coming through the, uh, the, oh. the screen. And, yeah, I, I just, another thing I thought was really missing, the artwork. Yes. The, the covers. Now because you don't all, have to anymore. Everything is streaming, and, like, what do they do? Basically a movie poster, and yeah. that's it. But that's the thing, like, the movie poster was so good. Like, yes. So um, detailed and, and original. Yes. Um, you don't want to get away, you don't give away too much or at all, but it was just cool. Yeah. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Well, we should get into actually reviewing the movie, I think. Sure. Let's do it. Okay, so let's start with... We start with some Kumbaya singing. Oh, that's, yes. And we sure do. 1958, Camp yes. Crystal Lake. Yes, very, very before we were born. Yeah. <laughs> we got uh, Barry and Claudette's just... And others singing Kumbaya. And they can, after the song, they sneak off to go have a little hanky-panky. Woohoo! And uh, we see this. Lot of, there's a lot of point of view in this movie, which yes, it's just the era. It's the time. yes, and they do it on purpose to because the whole twist of this is who the killer actually is. Yeah, I mean, there was some good red herrings in this movie. Really yeah, good. it's really Could good. Be crazy wealth. Maybe it's the uh, the one guy who killed the, the snake. Yeah, killed the snake because he's like they. But th that's when I brought it up when we were watching it. Is he kills the snake? snake and he's just staring at it and he's and staring at everybody else looks, while holding looks, the axe and the machete like, and he's like ooh, ooh. this is fun <laughs> yeah but so, so we to all. so Baron Clavetter getting a little trying to have sex yeah and uh the, the killer kind of comes up and one thing you notice is that they know her yes her him her <laughs> uh, they know the killer they're like oh it's you and then oh I got stabbed and we don't see Clavetter's death but right that's it's, how it opens, which is yeah. such a good opening of her just like, ah, screaming yeah. with like her hands in front of her face. And they just kind of like move it into Friday the 13th. Yes, we get opening credits. And 21 years later, we see camp counselor Annie Phillips looking to get yes. a ride to uh, Camp Chris Lake. She's the new cook. Yes. And um, some one of the guys, gay, older fella, gives her a ride in this truck. Yeah. He gives her halfway there. So. She talks about how she's the new camp cook, and then uh, Crazy Ralph kind of stops her, and yes. he's like, oh, you're going to Camp it's Death? Why are you camp, going camp to Camp Blood. Death? Camp Blood. Blood. It's, it's, it's cursed. You're going to die. Yeah. You're all going to die. You're... Okay, Ralph. You're all like, right. Have another one, Ralph. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so they kind of give her a little bit of a backstory on why it's been closed for so long. Yes. There's, there's the, the boy drowning. Two counselors were killed. There's fires. More people were killed. Yeah, just close it down. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, whatever. 
you know, that's just malarkey. I nothing's gonna happen. There'll be kids. There'll be great. Even yeah. the uh, the driver's like, uh, maybe you don't want to go there. Go home. Don't don't bother. Yes. So he drops her off, and uh, so she kind of gets kind of keeps walking, and uh, this jeep kind of goes by and picks her up. Yes. And uh, she hops in, and uh, they drive through. They drive by the uh, turnoff, and she goes like, "Well." Where are we going? Yeah. You missed the turn off to Camp Crystal Lake. We should slow down. We should stop. She speeds up. Yep. And uh, she j- jumps out. Yes. And does a little bit of a roll. And she's, ooh, I'm hurt. And she limps off into the woods. The Jeep stops and chases her down and cuts her throat. Yes. And it is such a good effect. And um, the girl who was doing it was actually, so I watched Camp Crystal Lake Memories which is a six-hour documentary on Shudder, oh, which I totally recommend yeah. if you're interested in the movies because they go through every single movie and the TV series and right. Freddy vs. Jason. They go through all of it. And um, she was so scared actually doing that scene that um, Tom Savini had to do it with her because oh. he's the one that actually did it because everybody yeah. trusted him because he's such a nice guy. Oh, yeah. And he was so invested in this movie like he talks in the documentary about how proud he is of the special effects in this movie and it shows oh definitely like it is so the special effects in this movie you could do them modern day and they would totally stand up they look so real and it's too bad that um cisco ebert just shit all over this movie and he hates horror movies you know i didn't i never really care for cisco ebert uh, Ebert was a dick. Uh, yeah. Siskel was kind of a snob. Yeah. Um, I don't really care about reviews. When I watch movies, I try to, like, I more go to, like, viewer reviews, which even then I take with a grain of salt. Yeah. I'm similar. I, um, I, yeah. I follow my own, you know, will I like it? Yes or no. Someone else doesn't like it? I don't care. Yeah. I like it. This yeah, is why go I like see it, it anyways. And, like, what I always think of is Dr. Sleep got horrible reviews because they said it was slow. And it's one of the best movies I saw in 2019. Oh, good. So, they can suck my big toe. There you go. So That's from Alana. Okay. <laughs> from Alana. Suck a big toe. Yeah. So, back to the movie. So, we go to the camp and we got uh, counselors Ned, Jack, Bill, Mercy, Marcy, Brenda and Alice, along with the owner Steve, who's the one trying to get everything going. He's yeah. the one who's hired everyone. He wants his thing back. Yes. Working. He's yep. put $25,000 into this to get it back up to snuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're basically painting everything ready for the council, the kids to come. I'm guessing yes. like in a week or so. I'd say everybody should, I would assume everybody would come about a week before, kind yeah. of get everything prepped, get the plans all figured out. Yeah. And uh, so a thunderstorm starts. Yes. So Steve, he's going back to town to get some uh, some supplies. Some so is later. Steve that much older than the counselors? I think so. I think these counselors are maybe their early, early 20s. He's probably late 30s, I'm guessing. Okay. Because he's like super creepy with the main character. Yeah. He, right. He's, he's kind of, he's hitting on her a bit. Thinking everybody had some young poontang. She's like, <laughs> no. I'm it's sorry. like, you're so hardworking and I beautiful. Like, it like touches her face. It's like, oof. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's his plan all along. Try Oof. and get the uh, young counselors in so you can get some uh, young counselors. Ooh. Oh, ow. Ooh. So Storm <laughs> comes in, uh, and Ned, who 
he's the joker of the group. He's sort of he's doing all these oh yeah pranks, yeah dance around like an Indian, you know, hooting and hollering. They kind of police show up and uh, ask about Do you any grass here, and they're like, "What? What grass? You don't know what you're talking about, officer." <laughs> As they smoke joke <laughs> on the movie, yeah. Um, and uh, he's 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 kind of watching, seeing um, uh, who was it? Uh, not Ned. Uh, Jack, Jack uh, yes, Jack and Marcy, I think, or Brenda, they're kind of making out, and they go yes. do their little thing. He's like, oh, I wish I could do that. And he sees uh, someone walk into a cabin, and he follows. And it was Jack and Marcy. Yes. So yeah, so they kind of go on. They go into the same cabin he walked into, and they decide to have sex. Of course. And they do it, and as they're uh, kind of in the process, they go of the on the bottom bunk. Top bunk, you see nice dead Ned with his uh, throat cut and a bit of a shocked look on his face. And, and, uh, but it's yeah. interesting that, like, they don't see him. Like, because he's, like, not hidden at no, all. No, I think they're too busy making out. Canoodling. And, ooh, super canoodling. Ooh. <laughs> so, yeah, so they, they finished their little, uh, little sex Sex escapade. Sex escapade. Sex escapade. Oh, that's a good word. <laughs> and, uh, also, at the same time, the other three are. Uh, they also don't know where Eddie is. Mm-hmm. They think she didn't show up. They're playing strip monopoly. Oh yes. Which is it's, it looks fun. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, after they, uh, after Jack and Marcy have sex, Marcy goes to the bathroom. The bath goes to goes to the bathroom. Yep. And Jackie lights up a doobie and just relaxes on, on the bed, thinking that was some good coitus I just had. <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> just... <laughs> oh yes, Reginald, that's some good coitus oh, I yes, just had. Good coitus I just quite, had. Quite. Much better than I had in '52. And uh, a hand comes, grabs his, his head, pulls him back. And an arrow pierces right through his neck. Yes. And a nice bit of blood slurps out and dead. And they talked about this in Camp Crystal Lake Memories, where Kevin Bacon had to be squished in this little cramped under the bunk for so long because it took so long to do this scene. And this is the one, I think, where the blood that's supposed to fly out actually got stuck. Like the pump that they were using broke. So the guy doing the special effects had to go under it and to blow it out. Yes. He had to blow it. And it actually squirted out so good that they were like, let's use that tape. It's a great effect. Yes. It's a great effect. But that's what we're talking about. Like If I saw this today, I would think it was real. I would not think that that was a fake body. Oh, yeah. Right? Like like the way that... the arrow pierces through. Yes. It's not like it's it cut through more. It, it actually stretches. Yes. And it's a great effect. And, it's so good. And Kevin Bacon does a great job. Like, the, the, the expression of, oh, this is happening. Yes. Like, so good. Oh, yeah. It's fabulous. And so we go then to uh, Marcy, who went to the bathroom. She's in, like, this stall. And this is what really works in this movie is how it's not quick. No. They take their time. They do the stalking so well. Like, she hears a sound. She And she's, like, talking in the mirror. And then she kind of hears a sound. So she, she's she walking thinks, around. She thinks Ned's playing a joke or Jack is. And so she she's throwing back the um, curtains, curtains of, of the showers. Yeah. Nope, no one there. 
throws another one back. Nope, no one there. Hmm, what's going on? And as she's kind of pondering, you see the shadow of an axe. Yes. Come up. And she turned, and again she screams, and the axe comes down, and you see the axe in her face as she yes. slumps down. Another beautiful effect. Yeah, and it looks so real. It does. It really, oh. This is where practical effects is always better than always. CGI. Yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. It just looks beautiful. And uh, so we go to Brenda. Uh, after, this is after the, um, the, the, the storm's pretty bad. Right. Um, the door flies open. It kind of ruins the game just as it was getting good. And uh, Yeah, so I like, was about to say top off. Yeah. Damn. She didn't. Brenda was down to her broad panties and I forget the other guy, Bill. Yeah. Bill was down to, I think, just his shorts. Yes, he was. So, wind, wind blows her open, kind of ruins the game. So, Brenda's like, you know what? I'm done. Yeah. I'm just going to go to bed. Which so, I said she's just being a sore loser. I think so. She knew she was going to have to show the goods. <laughs> and uh, so, she, she heads back to her bunk, her dorm, whatever. Yeah. And she's reading a book, and she hears this child's voice. You know, help me, help me. So she goes out to go looking, and just in her nightie, pouring rain, no no shoes, just in her socks. Like, mm-hmm. come on. And uh, this light turns on. She's looking, oh, I can't see you know, from the light. And she gets stabbed. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah. So that leaves Alice and Bill. Yes. And they're kind of uh, trying to clean up, and Alice knows that the, the archery lights are on. That's weird. Yeah. So they're uh, off, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're like they're off. yes. They're all, oh no, they're off again. So they go and kind of investigate. Yeah, and Bill and comes to check on her and she's like, Bill, the lights are off and he's like, Oh, well, I guess I should go and investigate. And she's like, Can I come with you? Okay. Like, okay. <laughs> oh, I guess. Yeah. And uh, they go and they find the axe in Brenda's bed, which is weird. So they go let's then and the smart thing is yeah. call the police. Let's make some phone calls. Phones are cut. No, no phone lines are working. And as they're trying to, like, call, we get sort of, like, like we're looking in a window as, like, a POV almost. Yeah. And then it zooms out, and you see the line across the top of the cabin, and it's cut. Yeah. yeah. So we know it's obviously been cut on purpose. It's, it's not just the generator. Yes. Tempered. Yes. So they're like, well, what do we do? And uh, also they go to try to use um, the one truck, and it doesn't start. So, uh, Bill, uh, and the power goes out. So Bill's right. like, well, I'll go to the generator. We'll probably out of gas. And uh, Alice goes, um, yeah, she, she kind of tries to have sleeps. Yes. Yeah, she, you know, you sleep, I'll go. And she kind of wakes up, Bill, Bill. Oh, yeah, I was looking for the generator. So she tries to go find him. Opens the door, and there's poor Bill. Yes, just on the back of the door, like put on the door with arrows. Arrow in his eye, his chest, his side, his groin. He's stuck. Yes, against the door, and dead. And uh, so she freaks out. She runs back to the main cabin to hide, and yeah. suddenly Brenda's body gets thrown right through the window. Yes, and she's all tied up and cut and. Ugh. And so she and Alice's having a bad night. This is not going well for her. So she no. runs out. And there's a Jeep pulling up. She thinks, oh, Steve's here, finally. And no, it's not Steve. It's this older lady, Pamela Voorhees. Yes. And, uh, and she, oh, who are you? She's like, oh, I'm an old friend of Steve. I, I work, I've worked here. I was an old. Yes. Yeah, I'm was, a friend was, of the Christie's. I was, I was a cook. Yeah. You know, I've been here. And she kind of, 
she's like, well, there's nothing here. You're scared. It was the thunder, lightning. Yeah, and she's like, no, there's dead people here. Oh, my God, please believe me. And she's like, okay, well, show me. Show me. So she takes her into the cabin where Brenda is and um, shows her basically like there's a body there and everything. And um, Ichabod's making her way through my microphone here. And she's she's out cold. (laughs) And so there's all these bodies. And then, like, Mrs. Voorhees is just talking about, like... She starts monologuing. Yes, monologuing. Which, as soon as somebody starts monologuing, you guys, I'm just saying, start running. Yeah. As soon as somebody's monologuing, they're the bad guy. Get something heavy, hit them. Yes. And she starts explaining how it was their fault. They shouldn't shouldn't have been having sex when when her boy drowned. And, and we learned that her boy Jason, who was a good swimmer, yes, and she, at first like he wasn't a good swimmer. Like, yes, she, she was going to say like he was a little slow. He was, yeah. he had some mental retardation. He was not a very fit boy, right? And he went out swimming. The counselors weren't paying attention. They were too busy having sex, and he drowned. Yes, and she blames them all for that. Yeah, and that has affected her so badly that she actually starts. Speaking, talking like like Jason is, ta- is is telling her, encouraging her, kill the mommy, kill him, get her, kill him, kill her, and, and that's where we get the yes, that's correct. That's yes. exactly where it comes from, and and so the big and this is actually a pretty long yes chase scene going on here, but it's so effective, and this is what I mean. Where like. Everybody is killed off within the first, like, 45 minutes. Yeah. And we get this amazing cat and mouse game. Oh, yeah. Which I think is so effective. And you'd think that, okay, well, it's just this older woman and Alice. But it's, like, it's so suspenseful and so... It's just you can feel the fear that Alice feels. And the thing is, usually with with the horror movies, the killer is always has the advantage. So he's stronger, faster, bigger. With this one... She grabs uh, Alice and starts slapping around. Alice just comes up and smacks, you know, punches her. Yes. And kind of knocks her down, dazes her, and then she runs. Yes. And um, Pamela Voorhees gets up, and she starts chasing her again, catches her, and she knocks her down again. And yes. this, this happens three, four times mm-hmm. until um, she finally kind of gives her a good, a good knock on the head with uh, <laughs> a frying pan. Yes. And... Uh, Alice thinks, you know, she's out. You know, she, I got her. She, she goes to the um, the docks. Yeah. And it's kind of sits, a little sit. Like, she's a little played out by this. Yes. And As you would be, like, running away from a serial killer. Yeah, like, she, she and runs you're probably, like, having a mild existential crisis. Yeah. She runs from the main cabin to the uh, the shower washroom. Right. Back to the main, to, to the office to try to find a gun. Yeah. Um, and she sees like all of her dead friends too, so it's yeah. like an emotional drain as well. Yeah, you find Steve, you know, he gets yes. kind of dropped. And, um, yeah, she goes from the main office, washroom, um, counselor office, trying with the gun, and tries to break open to get the bullets, and yes. she can't. And she even pretends that there's there's bullets in the gun. She puts yes. her. Mm-hmm. and like she Alice isn't dumb. No. But she doesn't finish her off. She right. Just keeps, I've, I've knocked her down. I can get away again. Oh, she keeps catching me. She ends up hiding in like the uh, the pantry. Yes. And uh, 
uh, Pamela Voorhees eventually kind of finds her and breaks. Who has a little bit of a here's Johnny scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, and, yeah, and, she and breaks she, and, one board. Yeah, and she has the uh, machete weapon, which was used to kill the snake. It's interesting. I find in the scene where she breaks the board and is kind of peering in, she's so sinister in that scene. Where yeah. this like she's not like a like an off-putting lady, but it's just how they use the lighting and the scene. And she takes her time. Yes. She's very methodical. She doesn't rush in, which she probably should have. Right. Um, but no, she just she's stalking like like prey, exactly. like, like she's like, like a hunter. Yes. And. Alice does a great job. Like she does. She always has something to kind of defend herself with. Instead of yeah. the other other girls, she kind of screams and cringes. And, oh, I'm gonna die! Alice, she's a fighter. Absolutely. She is not gonna just roll over and let this woman kill her. Mm -hmm. And uh, they eventually end up at the shore. And uh, uh, Vorhi, she has the machete. She tries a few times. She tries to choke her. Alice pushes her off again. Yes. And we get to a nice. Slow motion again. The music here is so powerful. Yes, as uh, Alice had that, she picks up the the machete as um, Pamela Voorhees gets up. Yep, and she starts to swing the machete, and Voorhees look of like just oh shit, terror. This yes, the <laughs> mistakes were made. This is yes. not working as I planned, and she gets decapitated. Yep, cuts her head right off. One good swing. It's such a good scene. It's the slow motion and the decapitation and everything. The, the reaction that she oh. has. It's great. It's just awesome. Mm -hmm. And Alice is like, you know what? I'm just going to take a little canoe ride. And, and that doesn't make sense. It totally makes right. sense. You just want to get away from everything. She's, no, she's in the middle of nowhere. Nothing yeah. can get her that she can see. And she's kind of laying her, her aunt in the water, just relaxing. And you see a police car pull up in the next morning. Yeah. And the, the music's kind of playing more of a relaxing, um, re relieved, relieved music. Yes. And and the scene that you were you were able to leave the room for to go to the bathroom. I had like, to pee so bad. <laughs> we see Jason, the boy, who's got barnacles and seaweed on him, jumps yes. up, grabs Alice, and pulls her off Under the canoe the into the water. Oh, it's such a good scene. Like I said... I compared it immediately to Carrie because oh, yeah. it's just such a, you know, you think, okay, everything's done. We don't have to worry about anything anymore. Everyone's fine. It's cool. And then this little boy jumps out of the water, grabs her, and pulls her under. And and the music is such a quick twist from yes. the nice, relaxing, you know, music to the, like, the, the, the violin. It's great. And it works. Like I I wish I was alive in theaters to see. Yes. And, and, and I read uh, Tom Savini would go in at the last five minutes to see the reaction to this scene. That's that's all you wanted to see. It's the best. It is. It really is. It's just like Carrie, I was telling Nick, I watched it when I was a teenager, like 16, 17. I watched it with a bunch of friends, and one of my girlfriends was leaning against my knees. My knees were propped up. She was leaning back against them. And at Carrie, when, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Carrie, don't listen to this, her arm comes out of the grave at the very, very end. 
my friend jumped so high she was almost sitting on top of my knees. Like it was two feet off of the couch. It was crazy. It's a good jump. But that's what you want in a horror movie, I think, right? And not just like a multiple, not a jump scare, but just a meaningful jump scare. You want to be not for the sake of jump scares. You want to be lulled into a sense of security where it's like the threat's gone, everyone's yeah. fine. It's cool. I'm Just safe. kidding. I'm safe. <laughs> and that's the best. Yes. And that's not used very well anymore. It's it, not. It, it's really not. But do you think it's because people are so desensitized? Do you think that's part of the reason? Yes. Is because jump scares are so overused, I find. Well, yes and no, because there's, okay. a, there's always a new generation of young viewers. Right. I'm sure a good, you know classic jump scare like this would work but i'm just saying because of helicopter parents these days i don't think viewers are that young anymore no, that's right watching that's it there's nobody sneaking into the basement popping a vhs and watching these that's right, right. that's right I, I think you are you got them on the head that's right. um it's very sad especially oh well oh, what if you're gonna watch a movie what's this Rated R. Well, this isn't for you. This has got nudity. This has got violence. Yes. Here, let's watch something else instead. Let's watch... <laughs> it's on Frozen. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Frozen 2 and it was not good. And I'm sad about it. So I'm still really <laughs> salty about it. So, anyways, that's not how the movie ends, though. We have no. Alice waking up in the hospital um, asking, you know, what happened? Yes. Kind of, you know, you're okay. We did police had to drag out of the water and and she's asking what about the boy yeah what about the little boy what about the boy in the lake what about jason and uh, it's funny the uh the sheriff who should know about jason and the story about this who's jason there's no boy there's just you she's like, well then he's still there yes which just opens up all the sequels yes to, to so well and, and thank then, you so much alice and and the movie ends with the uh, the camera kind of zooming in on the lake, yeah, and some bubbles, kind of like some just little, little bloop bloop from the so good and end. And, and that's that was, Friday the Thirteenth. Yes. Oh, it's so good, Nick. Love, this is so good. This, this is how horror movies are done. This this is even, how they even, should all be. Even though I don't find it scary now, right? Um. It's it's just though the the music it's got the it's whole. It's still got package. that suspense. Everything that should be in a great horror movie it checks off. Absolutely. Um, I, I even love like in uh, the beginning of Scream. Yes. When uh, the, the killer is oh. asking all these you know horror movie questions. That's one of the best beginnings of a horror movie. It really is. With, Ever. With yes. And uh, he asks you know her, who's the killer of Friday the Thirteenth, and she just runs to the yells out, Jason, Jason Voorhees. He's like, no. Mm-hmm. It was his mother. Yeah. suck. And I'm sure a lot of people who saw it were like, huh? Really? And I bet they went <laughs> back and watched Spoiler alert. I bet they went back and watched it. So. Absolutely. Because yes. when you think of Friday the 13th, you think of Jason. You do, 100%. That's, that's the killer. And in this movie, Jason isn't in the movie until the last five minutes. Yeah. He's just a little boy. And he didn't kill F.A. Nope. So... How many orgasms? Five. <laughs> Good answer. Why? Why five? I, What's... I think the camera angles, the music, yes. 
the twist ending, the suspense. This is all the elements that I look for in a horror movie. Am I scared nowadays, 40 years later? No. No, I'm not. I don't have to be scared when I watch this movie. It is so enjoyable. Yes, it is. Very enjoyable, very entertaining. And if you watched it with somebody who didn't know the ending, who wasn't aware of what would happen, I think it would scare them. Yeah. And I think that's exactly what a horror movie needs to be, is iconic. Yeah. This one keeps, it kind of, until the very, very end, Yes. It sticks to the uh, realism. Like, just some crazy woman, serial killer, and she's got a motive. Like, yes. Her child you, and you died. don't know it till the end. No. You really don't. You and know. that's what I think, like, Black Christmas was missing, is, like, why? Yeah. And not a good, not, Black Christmas didn't have a good why. This has a perfect why. And you know exactly why she's killing counselors. You know yeah. exactly why she's killing. She's got the, per- like, the best motive, you know, out there. Yes. Her child was killed. And then also to add on top of that, that little bit of derangement where she's almost embodying Jason at the she, same yeah, she time. She has like a schizo yes. schizophrenic episode where she is, is Jason. You know, yes. It's really creepy. And you get out of that, you get that perfect, that ki 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 ma ma ma. You get that perfect, the most iconic sort of phrase. So what would you rate it? A five. Right. I have to. It's so you good. have to. Uh, it's got great uh, practical effects kills. It's got Kevin Bacon in there. Um, it's it's got the last the, kind of the first well second final girl. I guess. Yes. Not the first. That's in Halloween. But um, but she puts off one heck of a good fight. Right. And it, it instead of you going against again like I said before against something that's so supernatural or um, just physically overpowering yeah you know she puts up a darn good fight and then yes. um the music just sets the mood beautifully mm-hmm. uh the, the storm the storm works too um yeah i just i love this movie it's such a good good movie it is and they get better they do as it go along then they get not so good then they get better again yes <laughs> But as you do when you have this many movies, like I think obviously not every one of them is going to be perfect, but you kind of go through like the next like three or four are great. Five we love. You know we love five. Yes. Oh, even though five doesn't have Jason. No, but it dips a bit Yeah. and then it comes back up. Like they're just, and I never watched a Friday the 13th and thought, ugh. Like, I remember stuff about it. I remember kills. I remember characters. And to have that many movies and to remember characters and stuff, like, something special. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, if, if you can, people can leave the theater or, or after watching this at home. Yeah. And a week later, two weeks later, and say, oh, yeah, I remember that one scene from Friday the 13th where uh, he gets the, the arrow through the neck or um, the, the music. Yes. That's something. Right. Like, I'm sorry, but with uh, some of the movies nowadays, again, there's nothing like, oh, oh yeah, this was really good scene. It's more, I saw a horror movie. It was okay. Yes, exactly. It was good, but then I have no lasting recollection after. Nothing right. sticks. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. It's too bad. Yeah. But, you know, watching movies like this makes me remember, like, it could happen again. Right? Yep. 
There's there's something special out there. Tom Savini's still alive. <laughs> he could do more. He does a lot of good movies. There, there were talks of doing another Friday Thirteenth to introduce Jason's dad. That right, kind I of, heard that, that was like in development hell, then it just died off completely. Mm-hmm. But now I heard it's back in pre production. It's still it's it, I heard something's kind of greenlit of another Jason movie. Awesome, which would be great. I would love to see another Friday Thirteenth. I could get into um, that. I know the, the original plan was have it more of a um, found footage type movie, which I don't think would work. I really don't. That wouldn't have worked well with Friday 13th. Yeah? No. Because of camp counselors, you don't think? I feel like it would be like if Blair Witch and the, and the original Friday the 13th had a baby almost. Yeah, I, right? I, don't, I think they would have lost the viewers. Yeah? A lot of people don't like that. Found footage? Camp. Shaky Cam wouldn't have worked this Friday. Don't even talk about Shaky Cam with me. I just did. How dare you? <laughs> you know how I feel about Shaky Cam. We are divorced. <laughs> it is not amicable. <laughs> what do you think would be the Ichabod's Because she wasn't well, with us. She was here. She was before she was sleeping underneath the uh, Lord of the Rings pillow here on my couch, she said that she actually couldn't besi- decide between two kills. And she said her two favorites were Kevin Bacon getting yeah. the arrow through the chest in the bunk bed. And uh, Marcy, I believe, was yeah. his uh, bang partner yeah. in the shower with the axe in the head. Yeah. Because both, both of them were just perfect. And they were back to back. And they were. And they were such good practical effects. Yeah. just the You'd almost think that she had an axe stuck in yes. her head. Because it was so... In there. Yes. And, and visually graphic. Yes, it absolutely was. And that same with uh, Kevin Bacon's, you know, they, like I said, the, the, the skin getting pierced by the arrow by, right below oh. like the, the neck. Like, and you can so see good. it happening. Like, it's like stringy and yeah. rubbery when it's and piercing. And the one spurt of blood. Oh. That is how it would happen. It would yes. Be, yeah. It's great. It was fabulous. Those are two of the best kills in this and some good ones. again, all the practical effects in this are phenomenal. Like yeah. Annie, the cook, getting her throat slit is such an iconic scene. And Tom Savini is so proud of that scene. Yeah. And it's like all of them are really well done, really real. And it just like huge nod and clap and round of applause to yeah. the special effects team because they did such a phenomenal job. Totally. It was hard to choose. That's why we couldn't. Nope. So Icky chose two. <laughs> and next week. No. This no, is not special. next we week. Next this week. is special. We already next, talked about next week. Next Friday the 13th, we will do Friday, part two. Part two. Where we actually introduce Jason. Yeah. Baghead and all. <laughs> Baghead. <laughs> is this the one where he just has like the flower sack with the one eye? That's right. Interesting. And we actually do. After we always. In every. Friday the 13th movie, you see him without the mask. Mm-hmm. They do do that. And, he, and, and I love how as the movies progress, he gets more and more Sophisticated? Not, I think Not his, sophisticated. I think he gets more, his kills get more creative. Well, that too, but the, the, the visuals, right? like the look of, I mean, his face. He's, oh he, yeah. The zombie thing of him keeps getting more and more pronounced. His, Which is interesting because that's what would really happen. Yeah. Right? Because He's getting the, older and things the are... continuity yes. works so well with these movies. It's fabulous. Yeah. Again, you guys, y'all should see these movies before we talk about them because they're totally worth a watch. 
and me not really being into horror movies before watching them, I enjoyed every second, honestly. You know, we kind of do a not a very in-depth review. We kind of skip on some parts. There's tons of skipping we but, do because I, we want you to enjoy them yes. if you decide to watch them. And this is more of a, this episode is more of a kind of out of nowhere episode, a special yeah. for, for all our victims Surprise! on this great, great, lucky, lucky Friday the 13th. 13 my favorite number. It is one too. Right. And seven. I love it. The unlucky ones are lucky for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're good numbers. Yes. But this week, we want to thank you so much for joining us on this special episode, everybody. This episode, as always, was brought to you by our executive producer, Ichabod. We hope you enjoyed your orgasm as much as we did. Please don't forget to rate, download, and subscribe. Also, like and follow us on Facebook at Horgasm Podcast, Instagram at Horgasm, and Twitter at Gasm Whore. And also YouTube at The Horgasm Podcast. If you have a movie you'd like us to review, this is the best way to let us know. We hope to see you again next week because we have such sights to show you. And plenty of orgasms to experience. <laughs> Bye!